Welcome in to another episode of The Zoo with Nick and Zach. We are going to be catching up on a lot of content today. We, we have a halfway point of the season, State of the Union. We're going to be taking a little look at each team, hopefully running through a couple minutes. So if you're listening in from the league, your team will be talked about. We will have a sit down with someone whose voice needs to be heard. Uh, or at least they feel like their voice needs to be heard. I think we're all okay with how things have transpired, but not really. Um, okay, let's just dive into it, Zach. Yeah. Well, first off, first off, let's just let's approach the fact that we haven't had let's a podcast. Let's address the elephant in the room. So we, our last podcast was a mock draft. Yep. Our last podcast was awesome. Uh, or no, that was a mock draft, but our last podcast actually happened a few weeks ago, and it was in the height of fantasy season. Taylor hadn't quit yet. Everyone still felt like that a shot at the playoffs, but Dave, we were. it was an exciting, exciting time to record a podcast, and then... We were looking at teams after four <laughs> games. Yeah, after 45 minutes of podcasting, it got deleted. Yeah, so it did not save, short. and to add a little more to the story... It was because Mitch called back while we were recording on my phone and it it lost everything because Mitch called back. So that's essentially it's Mitch's fault that we haven't had content this whole time. Yep. Yeah, but we're back. We're planning on giving y'all content if you want it, depending on how successful this podcast this is this week. If people are still into it, we plan on keeping this thing around till season end. So yeah. what yeah. do you say we'd give a state of the union? We go through each team and we start with the person who might be in first, but also the person who is least likely to listen to this podcast, Duncan Tugman. Yeah. Um, and I think we can do it on the, should we do it on air? Duncan is. Duncan's dead. dead. Yeah. Duncan is dead. Duncan dead. Um, Derek Henry getting hurt. Here's the thing. If we're being fair about Duncan's team, Mike Williams I don't know if he traded. I can't imagine he traded for him. I feel like he has one trade on the year. Mike Williams in, just panned out so well. And he's had... He drafted I think, him for $7. Yeah, so two out of the last three games that Mike Williams has played in... You can fact check me on that, Zach. Two out of the last three games he's played in have been bad, right? Two straight games, but... Three out of the last four have been below five points. So below I think... four. Yeah, I mean, I think that's hurting him. Derrick Henry being dead. I think that's another thing where we all just, everybody in the league was kind of sleeping on Derrick Henry to the point where it was like, he he can't keep doing this. You know, like verbal meme from, uh, what's that one, that show where they cook meth? Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Verbal meme, Jesse Pinkman. He's like, he can't keep getting away with, it's like Derrick Henry has had like, 500,000 carries in his lifetime. Like, he still shouldn't be this good. But maybe the workload caught up to him. Maybe. I mean, Duncan, you could argue that he should have sold Derrick Henry high. But at the end of the day, that's just bad injury luck. And the worst – I mean, Derrick Henry is the obvious Duncan is dead. But another horrible thing that happened is Duncan's been holding on to Michael Thomas all year. And now Jameis Winston's gone. And yeah. so now Michael Thomas is also I mean, not irrelevant, but like he's close to it. Yeah. So wide receiver three with that, like in Duncan's playoff picture, he had the idea that Derrick Henry and Michael Thomas would be starting for him. 
And now neither. His bench isn't super strong. Um, I mean, he's got to make some waiver pickups. Jacoby, he can't start Hunter Henry and Jacoby Myers in the playoffs. I mean, he's all he's going to make the playoffs, and to see that lineup in there against one of the top six teams, he won't make it past the first round. So yeah, that's my take on Duncan. Yeah, and I think that's really all we have to say. He will make the playoff because he's done incredibly well up to this point. Congrats on hitting on Derrick Henry and Mike Williams. But, I mean. Good decisions, and he made a good Najee trade. Yeah. And as we said before about Duncan. Duncan, great. Let's just say that because he maybe has only made one or two trades. But, Duncan, you made a great Najee trade for CMC, Mike Kosicki, Najee, and Terry. That was a great trade, I hope. That, that gives you a shot in the playoffs because I do appreciate whenever you make trades. And I'm just glad yeah. that you're in this league, bro. Yeah. I love and, that. hey, I just want to say, uh, you know, if you've been in the halves group text, I know some of y'all can't imagine being in it. But we got to talk to Duncan just about his absence and what life's been like recently. So, Duncan, prayers up for you all around, brother. We love you. We're happy you're in this league. Who's the second least likely to listen to this podcast, Nick? Is it is it Eric? Um, is it Austin? No, Austin would listen. I think he's he needs the ego boost. So let's let's save Austin for the end so he has to listen to all this. Yeah, let's do Eric. Okay, Eric, you're up, buddy. Um interesting team so far this year. He's made a couple he's made some trades. He's trying to stay relevant. He's out of the playoff picture. He's almost 500. Yeah, he's almost 500, but like I said, out of the playoff picture. He's got Zeke, he's got Damien, he's got DK. Um, man, I remember doing this podcast a few weeks ago and it felt like he had a better team. I guess Mark Andrews is on by, Docs and Docs is hurt. David Montgomery's hurt, that hurts his overall team. But um, he's made trades, he's been active, he has a decent team. He's not going to lose a to- toilet bowl, but how do you like Eric's playoff chances? How do you like his team? I like I, I think Eric has minimized the... Trades that will kill his team. He's got year. a different. He's got a decent PF. Yeah, that's so. He's got a decent PF, but the thing that I'm looking at is his points against is the second highest in the league behind me. Behind no, uh, Dave actually has. Dave has the highest points against, but don't let that fool you into thinking that he's got a decent we'll get point for. We'll Let's say on yeah. Break. So Eric does have the second highest points against in the league. I think he's putting together a a season where his PF really isn't that bad. I mean, he's, he's I think, looks like top half or close to it. So, I mean, ultimately, I'm, I'm proud of it. Three and five? He's almost 400 or 500. That is, and he said before the season, he's like, hey, I'm in this season. And I was legit scared because I know, like, with Aggie recruiting, if Eric follows that, he follows it better than anyone. With music, he's on in college. I remember him being on R Dash Hip Hop Heads like all the time. And so, if he's into something, he's into it. And I was like, oh shit, Eric being into fantasy, like really giving it his all. This is scary. Um, and I think he's doing like a normal a normal job of fantasy, not having it be an obsession. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm proud. I'd love to see Eric make the playoff. I'd love to see it. He made a great whenever. A uh, new guy came into the league. He made a great trade. Will. With, we'll refer yep. to him as Will from Ooh. here on. Are you sure? Will, just call Will him Taylor's guy? replacement. Will Taylor's replacement. Okay, that's a lot to remember, but for now, can I just say new guy for this one segment? Because he made a trade with new guy. He got DK off of him. Josh, I mean, he fleeced him. I don't know where... 
Josh Allen went off his team. He made a good trade, I think, against you, the Montgomery Clyde trade. Um, mm-hmm. he's trying to make he's trying to stay active. He's got Russ on the bench. We'll see, I wouldn't count him out. Mark Andrews on by. Like I just I wouldn't count him out yet. But I don't like his chances because I think with Dan out of the playoff picture right now, with Austin out of the playoff picture, I don't love Eric's chances. But we'll keep on going. Yeah. Okay. On to the next team. Who do you want to talk about next? Let's go with oh man. Do we want to go new guy, Dave, or Dylan? Let's go Dylan. Okay. Dylan, you're up, buddy. All right. If I could Let's, just should we address just the Dylan drama? Yeah. Let's what do you do what do you think the dr- Dylan drama is? Well, I mean, I was kind of on the outside of this. I like to play both sides. I saw a Dylan side, I saw yours and Cohen's side. Maybe there's someone else in it. What are you talking about exactly? Whenever Back new, up a little whenever bit. new guy came into the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean it got pretty heated, I would say. Um, let's let's actually let's take a let's take a break from the team kind of state of the union and just talk about talk about for a second Will getting added. Will, congrats, brother. We are we're happy for you. We're proud that you're in this league. Um I will just say my piece and I'll try and keep it at 30 seconds. Um Taylor quit, right? And that is something that shouldn't happen in a league ever. And he was not looking ahead to try and understand the repercussions of his actions. Once he realized the consequences, he wanted to get back in. Dave thought about it. And ultimately, look, I mean, it feels like we're all kids, right? We're still all kids. We're just yep. figuring out how to do this whole adult thing. And yep. Dave did the best of his ability. And he he wanted one of his best friends in the league. And I totally understand that. And... You know, Will's been in the league for a little bit, and he's got, he's gotten fleeced to hell and back. I feel like multiple times. He got a big win last week. Yeah, big win. Um, but I think the you know tensions were were taut as hell, and words were shared, and uh, I think I think there was probably a group text on the side between Dave and Dylan and Mitch that was like, "Hey, let's defend Will with everything we have because we want our friend in here," which I totally understand. The other party wanted Taylor in, but that's that's all I'll say about it. I think I, I will say the further I've distance, the further I've gotten away from this, the more days I've passed, weeks, almost a month. I will say I. Blame Taylor now more than ever. There's oh, no yeah. one to blame. I've blamed, him. I've blamed Taylor from the beginning. Um, Taylor gets Taylor gets ninety percent of the blame, and Dave gets a little bit just because it's like, hey, he was trying to come back in, but you kind of told him Will yes. Yeah. So, but I'll again kind of just going back to Dylan for a second. I've appreciated, and I know with Dylan arguments, they become sometimes they can come a little more personal because Dylan's passionate guy. He has strong opinions. But Dylan, I've appreciated your activity in the league, the trade offers, trades you've made. Um, just, I mean, I know the Will situation frustrated you for a little bit, how he was not welcome with open arms. Even though, hey, I was trying to do that, but we were all trying to do it, but also fighting for Taylor at the same time. We're happy that Will's in the league, but I've appreciated how much you've cared about this league, and I would be very sad to see you go. And I mean, you work for Goldman Sachs, and you're still active, so... That should give all the inactive something to look at. That hey, if Dylan mm-hmm. can do this, anyone can do this. Yeah, and he's newly married. And he's yeah, Dylan. Props. Let's clap it up. 
Flops right, for Dylan. Let's talk about his team. All right, looking at Dylan's team. So he's got the combo wombo of Kelsey and Mahomes, which has just been so bad. And I understand him not wanting to trade either because you're you're all you can do at that point. Like, are you going to sell low on Kelsey and Mahomes? You no. got to ride it out. Yeah, you got to ride it out and hope that they can rebound. I mean, his. I would imagine here's what I'll say: the Chiefs are going to be fine for a playoff berth, fifteen through seventeen, which they never have before, and so there's potential that those two guys could be really popping off. Yeah, I will just start by <clears throat> saying this: I'm going to read every running back on Dylan's team. He's got Devontae Booker, Daryl Williams. Now we're looking at his bench: Kareem Hunt, Rashad Penny. Tony Pollard, and Dernis Johnson. That is every running back that Dylan has. He is banking on Saquon getting hurt again, Clyde continuing to be hurt. I mean, Kareem Hunt's hurt, and he's trying to come back from injury. Chris Carson getting hurt again. Zeke getting hurt. Chubb getting... I mean, it's... it's it is desolate. For Dylan and the running back. I mean, I, like, he has no RB1. Kareem Hunt can come back and be a viable option, but, like, this is – it is rough out here for Dylan. Here's Dylan's <clears throat> – this is his – the worst thing about Dylan right now isn't his team. I like – like, his receivers are great. His tight end is good. Court, or great. Great. Quarterback, great. We'll see if they turn on. But, like, I mean, he had Devontae on the bench this week. Like, he's got – a good yeah, he's got Devonte Adams, Justin Jefferson, Keenan Allen, Kelsey. I mean, he's he's got players, but the worst thing for Dylan right now is a zero RB strategy. The reason it, it's hard for it to work all season, like yes, it's worked in places, is because Dylan's sitting at twenty three fab in the lowest PF of any playoff team, and he's out of the playoff picture right now. So how is he gonna like? He either has to keep his he's. It's going to be hard for him to catch PF with other teams. And so without the he's fab, not He's not a playoff team. Yeah, I know. He's, he's on the outside looking. Yeah, yeah. But it'll be hard for him to catch any of the playoff teams because of his, his PF is abysmal. Um, and he has no fab to get for, for other injuries that are bound to happen for players. That's a great ZRRB strategy. Yeah. Whenever injuries yeah. happen, you pick up their backup. You can make that work. There's going to be hurt running backs every week. But he's got five, with five only, running backs that yes. he's attached to right now. And with only 23 fab, it's just I cannot see a world where Dylan makes the playoffs at this point, even with that good team. Yeah, nor can I. So that's all we'll say about Dylan. Uh, who was the other one you wanted to talk about besides Dylan? Uh, Dave or new guy? Yeah, so we can, we can talk about Dave real quick. Dave is sadly not going to be included in the power rankings because, I mean, there's no power. None at all. So that was Dave. We're through four right now. All right, cool. Well, let's go to new guy. New guy. All right, we are going to Will Shear. Congrats on being in the league. Hey, congrats on your first win as a league mate. Yeah, congrats. congrats. Let's clap it up. Let's clap it up. Is that going to be a normal thing? I don't know. If we if we need to clap, we'll clap. So just running through his team. He's got Tom Brady at quarterback, which I can't believe I traded him um, for Kyler. Kyler, we'll talk about it when we talk about my team. But he's got Tyler, Mike Evans, Amari Cooper, uh, TJ Hawkinson had a, had a bounce-back game. Um, and I can't find anyone else good on his team. So 
He's kind of also going with the zero RB strategy. He's got Daryl Williams, or Damian Williams, sorry, for the Chicago Bears. Kenyon Drake for Las Vegas. Samaji. Both those guys are droppable, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Samaji and Melvin Gordon. Yeah. So. I mean, these are worse quarter, or running backs than Dylan for sure. Three of those guys wouldn't be rostered on a lot of playoff teams. And <clears throat> Melvin, he's looking, he's chasing the touchdowns. And if they have him for him, okay, he, he has an RB2 for a week. If not, then what is he expecting to do? So it's. I There's mean, not a lot, it's bleak. It's bleak. The the one thing I'll say about Will is he traded away, or not the one thing, but one one thing I will say is the trade away of DeAndre Swift. Although he Swift had a bad week, Tom Brady he got in that trade has looked good since he's obviously Tom Brady has looked good. Mike Evans had a big week a couple weeks ago. The bad thing is is he got rid of his only consistent running back in DeAndre Swift, and I think he he could have made he could have. I don't want to say made the playoffs, but he's four and four. He is like right outside the playoff picture. He had a shot, but I think trading Swift, that will be what ends up being the nail in the coffin because he's going to have to start one of these random ass guys every week. Yeah. Um, yeah. With, let's see, he's got 27 fabs, so not a lot, not a lot of bidding he can do. Yeah. I agree. I mean, he's, I won't say he looks lost because I think he, Thinks he knows what he's doing, but since we just talked about Dylan, one of the things that happened whenever Will got in the league is like within a week, Dylan fleeced the hell out of Will. And Dylan's team is still not good. It's, you know, so that's impressive on Dylan's part to somehow mess that up. But also, Will, don't feel bad because Dylan's kind of going down with your ship. Mm. You know, so... All right, we're All through right. five now. We're through five. Um, best of luck to you, Will. I, I am happy you're in the league. I'm excited to see you in person. Haven't seen haven't seen you in person or talked to you since you've joined. So excited to do that. <clears throat> All right, should we go with Jappel or Austin? Let's go with Jap. All right, Jap. All right, so Jap's team. He's got Joe Mixon. That's his. That's his RB. Um, he, he really, I mean, I don't know who his other RB is. He's I don't, got, I don't hate Zach Moss. He didn't start him this past week. He only had eight points. It was a good no start, but yeah, I mean, he's got Mike Davis who isn't going to be good because of Cordero Patterson and then Kenneth Gainwell. Um, but I mean, at wide receiver, he's got Tyree Kill and Stephon Diggs. So you're just, you're hoping and banking at that point that, Diggs can bounce back. Um, Pittman just had a great game. T.Y. was hurt. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't. I mean, he's he, got, he just he's, he just he's got Waller me. on the bench. Yeah, he's got that. Waller on so, the bench. So his starting lineup, he has a great starting lineup with the absence of another running back. And if he can put Moss or Davis in there, depending on matchup, I mean. I, I like his team. I really do. I yeah, really like his it's team. A, it's a passable team, but I, I don't think it's – you put this in the playoffs and you're like, hey, can you win three straight games? And I feel like the answer is no. Um, hmm. Hmm. I don't know if I – I mean, with Darren Waller, if Darren Waller can come back and like with the absence of Henry Ruggs, I don't know. I mean, I think 
I think he's a really good team. I in my power rankings I sent to Cohen, which I he does not have an RB two. Zach Moss, I mean maybe, maybe. Zach Moss got sixty percent of snaps last week. I I mean. I don't know. That team doesn't. Josh Allen is their number one running back. Zach Moss is their number two. But I think he's a decent RB. He's a fringe RB2, and that's better. He's than rostering me. three different Buffalo Bills. So I put Mitch. This no, is no, crazy. No, no, but, no, no, no. no, I shouldn't say my power rankings. No, no, hey, no. I'll, I no, will no, fart. no, no, no. I will fight. I said I will fart. <laughs> I will fight you for will Mitch's. Fart. I will fight for Mitch's team. The team he started this past week with no Darren Waller. Like, his starting lineup is what he started, replaced Fant for Waller. And, again, you have every spot filled except for RB2, which I think Moss is a passable RB2. And I think that's a team Aaron that Rodgers hasn't – I mean, I think he's QB6 on the year. Let me look. QB9. I just I – don't, I don't know about Aaron Rodgers. It, it's baffling to me that he's not a solid QB1, but – it is what it is. And I'll, I'll just say before we move on to the next person, Zach did say I will fart, so I'm just going to do my impression of a normal human's fart compared to Zach's fart. This is a normal human. Right? That's a normal-sounding fart. This is Zach's. That's what Zach sound like. So I just wanted to add that in. He's not wrong. Yeah. Um. Let's go to... Let's talk about Stin. Yeah, let's talk about Austin. Right? I, in my power rankings, again, I won't spoil too much, but I have him higher than most people probably would. So should I lead us off or do you want to lead us off? Um, I mean, here <clears throat> I can start us off and let you close us out. I don't know if Allen Robinson's going to bounce back. That would be huge if he could. He's got Deontay Johnson and Jerry Judy, so we're hoping Jerry can get back in the swing of things after coming back from an injury. But you look at his his running backs, he's got Michael Carter, who's emerging. If you look at his snap count, he's increased on snap count every game. Daryl Henderson, solid. I mean, on a great offense. Miles Gaskin, who had a bad week against Buffalo, but it's Buffalo's defense. And he's got Marvin Jones uh, to throw in at flex. He's got Leonard Fournette. Like, he had a bad game against New Orleans, but... Jalen Hurst has been a great – I mean, he's the number four QB on the year. Like, he's he's been great for fantasy. He is arguably the new Kyler Murray. I, I don't know. But he does have a solid squad, and this is one of those years where Austin loves – he loves to just be like, oh, you didn't have Michael Car- – like, you didn't spend 40 on Michael Carter. What a head ass. And then he is now able to – hold that over our heads because all of these kind of lower tier name running backs have panned out and Austin loves to not go for the name loves to go for the potential mm-hmm. and the potential has been hitting so it, the problem is is it has it hit too late that's the <clears throat> biggest question he's three and five second to last place um, he's put up consistent weeks but not great weeks and finally <clears throat> his running backs are popping off um, I like Judy for the future. I like his team because I like the fact that he has three running backs that I trust. A quarterback, that's probably, he might be number four right now, but he's maybe the number one. I mean, he's not any good, but he might be the best, at least top three best quarterback you can have. In fantasy, I love Deontay Johnson. Um, Sterling Shepard, T. Higgins on the bench. Like, I just, 
I just I worry that it might have been too little too late. And he's sitting at, this is a good thing, I don't know who he's been spending money on, if he has on anyone, but he's sitting at 194 fab. Yeah. So can he find a guy that's going to make a difference this late in the season with all that fab? He's going to be able to pick, the second half of the season, he's going to be able to get any guy he wants. He's going to have defenses throughout the playoffs. Yep. I mean, he's, he may not make the playoffs because of his record and his PF. But, yes, um, the question is, can he find a guy that he can put in a Devonte Smith's place or something like that on the waivers. Like, mm-hmm. just is there going to be a guy that emerges that he can put in a starting lineup? Here's my answer to your question: Is it too little, too late? My answer is no. I don't think it is. Three and five. His PF is not that high. Better than Dylan and yeah Wills. That's the thing, and they're sitting at four and four. If he can put up two weeks of like 120 fantasy points, and Get some wins. He's got Eric this week. Yeah. I mean, he's... He... I'm calling it right now. In our heads, it feels like he's never made the playoffs. He's always been in the toilet bowl. But that's not true. Last year, he was in the toilet bowl. The year before, I believe he was in the playoffs. I don't know. Zach's going to fact check that. It's going to take a little bit to go back into league history. But I really do feel like he's going to make the playoffs this year because I think his running backs are so solid because he's banked on those low-budget guys. I don't know. I think he makes the playoffs. And Jalen Austin Hurts was out. second place in 2019. Yeah, so that's what I mean. I, it's like So he had a bye week. I don't think it's too little too late, okay? Um, and that's our talk on Austin. Austin, congrats on having these people hit and riding your quarterback for your team out. You know, that's that's more than just knowledge that's emotion that you're investing into riding Ooh. with Jalen Hurts so Austin if you would have started Miles Sanders in his week 15 matchup against uh Dylan Miles Sanders over Philip Lindsay or against Taylor excuse me in 2019 Austin would have won and been in the championship that year so, dang 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 Austin you should have started Miles Sanders bro mm-hmm. Taylor went on to win the championship but it should have been Austin yeah he would have lost the championship but nope. yep it is whatever. Okay. Zach, would you like to move on to our next person? Who is our next person? Sorry, I'm stuck on this. Let's call our next person Dan. All right? Ooh, Trade Baby. You can start us off. I started off on all Um, side. Yeah, Trade Baby's team, I probably had him lower in most power rankings, but I think that was to a fault. Um, just that record is scary, and Chris Carson's injury is scary. Julio Jones, he still has Tyler Higby. I don't know why. Alex Collins is worthless, but I guess he's the starter right now. I don't know. I mean, I you can't talk about Dan without talking about his most recent recent trade, which was he gave up Cooper Cup, AJ Brown, and Adam Thielen for James Robinson, Kyle Pitts, and Jamar Chase. Yeah, and hey, Kyle, Kyle you Pitts, got fleeced. Kyle Pitts right after the trade hit, right? Like Kyle Pitts hit. We didn't have Russell Gage. We didn't have Calvin Ridley. We're playing in Europe. I mean, some. I mean, Kyle Pitts hit. I think he got so fleeced, so so fleeced. Yep. But he was looking for that James Robinson. He was looking for a solid RB two who didn't pan out this last week, and now he's questionable. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. Yeah. So he has two great running backs, like two easily RB ones. Maybe the RB one. Maybe the RB one now that Derrick Henry's gone. Um, 
Jamar Chase, who's been great. C.D. Lamb, who hasn't been as great as expected, but he obviously has potential to be the wide receiver one every week. Kyle Pitts, who knows? No Calvin Ridley. I think it's hit or miss there because um, I don't I don't know how I feel about Atlanta's offense. So he's got he's got a good team. He's got a team that should be in the playoff picture, but right now he's on the outside looking in because he's three and five. Mm-hmm. So he should be in the playoff picture. He should be closer. He's not close right now. Like, how do we like his chances? That's okay. The thing about this year is we're going through the teams and we're looking at playoff picture outside of Dave. I truly believe everyone outside of Will and maybe Dylan. The seven and eight seeds, so the closest to the playoffs, you're saying are yeah, yeah, yeah. out of it. Yeah, I f- because I feel like they're falling and they're falling fast. Will and Dylan are falling fast, but I feel like everyone's got a shot outside of... Do you remember, I just wanted to Dylan, Dylan, but Dylan Dave. has Devontae Adams and Travis Kelsey. I get that. you got to remember I get that, that. yeah. He's, with and those Cap- two players, you have a shot. Yeah, and Travis Kelsey will hit if they can turn their offense around. Devontae Adams also, he was just injured last game, but he's a target god, so... Like, Dylan has a shot. I just – I don't know if it's going to be consistent enough to make it through the playoffs. But I feel like a lot of people have a shot this year. Eric's got a shot, you know? Like, it's – Trey Baby's got 148 fab. But, again, I don't know how he can make his – I don't think his team could be any better. Drop Tyler Higby, but I don't think you're going to have any hits in the waivers at this point. I agree. I agree. All right. Next up. Okay. Let's go to Sean. All right. Zelly Daddy. He is, if McCaffrey can come back from injury, so stacked. I mean, like, he's got, I mean, at least at running back, he's got Nick Chubb, Aaron Jones, and McCaffrey. That is preseason three RB1s. Like, without without a blink of an eye, you're like, yeah, that's three RB1s. Yeah, probably the first... All all first-round draft picks. Like, how did he come away with three first-round draft picks? But he he drafted well because he came out with two solid RBs. Yep. And now he's got Marquise Brown, A.J. Brown, who are both – I mean, Marquise Brown's panned out this year. A.J. Brown also panned out this year. He's just been hurt for a few weeks. And Lamar Jackson, who has been great. So – um, his his weakness really is receiver, or I guess not receiver. He's just had receivers hurt or on by. But there's not a lot of weakness in his team. If I'm yeah, being completely honest, I mean, like he's 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 up there in the power rankings, which we will get to. I'll hear I hear you. He's got three great running backs, but um, yeah. It, Hollywood. How do you fe- how do you feel about Christian McCaffrey coming back? Well, I mean, I'm just looking at Christian McCaffrey's playoff schedule. If we're like Sean, here's the thing: Are we talking about is he going to make the playoffs? Yeah, Sean will probably make the playoffs if well, Christian McCaffrey has to come back. He's got to win games. He's six. He's a six seed right now. So I guess I can't say that. But CMC's playoff schedule is Buffalo, Tampa, New Orleans. I hate that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think whenever he comes back, he's not going to be the ninety percent usage that we're used to seeing out of CMC. He's going to obviously be an RB one, but I don't think he is the RB one. In my opinion, and I think he made a mistake by trading Eckler for CMC straight up. Yeah. Again, that's my opinion. I would rather have Eckler, Chubb, and Jones than Jones, Chubb, and CMC. Yeah. But there, there are, I will I will probably be eating my words in a couple weeks. Yeah. And there are sometimes when you're riding high and you're you've got a great record and you're sitting at the top of the leaderboard in the league, 
And you're just like, you know what? I can trade these players who are doing well right now for players who are hurt and will pop off later. Or maybe I'm, I'm selling high and buying low to the nth degree. And that's what he did with Eckler and McCaffrey. But it's like he, he didn't sell that high on Eckler. Eckler's just great. Yeah. Like it's not like you're profiting off of high stock. It's just he's a great running back. Yeah, and I will say that I am the reason he has Aaron Jones, but also I'm the reason he doesn't have Josh Allen. And as crazy as it sounds, I might even like his team more before that trade where I basically just gave him Aaron Jones for Noah Fant straight up. Like, I don't know. Josh Allen is just that good. And Lamar has been really good, but he's not. He's just not Josh Allen. And he's had the GOAT weeks, but he's also just had mediocre weeks. And with the resurgence of... Mark Andrews, Rashad Bateman coming back, like Hollywood may not be the Hollywood that we saw in the first half. And with Antonio but Brown, with, Anto- with the Antonio to, Brown to- out, with Antonio Brown out, I don't, he's got three great receivers. I don't love, or three great running backs. I don't love his receivers. And for that reason, Sean, I think makes the playoffs, but I don't think wins a championship. Yeah, two things. One, I did call Antonio Brown earlier, AJ Brown. So edit, uh, I will not go back and clean that up. But I, I, you didn't really give up Aaron Jones for no offense straight up. What no, was the no, trade? No. It was the trade was, so we just packaged our quarterbacks and receivers. So he gave me Allen and Diggs, who I turned around and got Diggs for Swift. But he gave me Allen and Diggs, and I gave, I gave or in Fant, and I gave him Hollywood, Lamar, and Aaron Jones. So. In a sense, at the time, the way those guys' seasons were going at the time, it was pretty – it wasn't. Like, obviously, Josh Allen's is superior to Lamar, but it was close to fan to Jones straight up. It was yeah. close. <clears throat> Quarterbacks are a dime a dozen, and I think post-trade, you're like, oh, my gosh, what did I do? So, okay. I feel good now. Yeah. I love my team now. I'd rather have Josh Allen. I, and Josh Allen's elite. All right. Let's move on. And Aaron Jones is boom bust. I'll say it. I didn't like having him on team. Taylor said the same thing last year. I didn't believe him. Having Aaron Jones on your team is not fun. Yeah. It's not fun. Yeah. All right. Let's go to Cullen. Let's talk about Cullen. All right. His name, maybe the best name of all time. In the history of this league, there's too much shit on me. <laughs> there's, too much, there's too much shit on me. I can't breathe. <laughs> Um, oh, dude, it's so good, Colin. Congrats to you for that name. Congrats on being in the playoff picture right now. Congrats. And I would it. like to give Colin props. Two straight wins. He's worked for it. Give Colin props to building out his team as strong as it can be and then being like, you know what? I'm going to stream quarterbacks. And I think he's done it successfully up to this point. Mm-hmm. You got Tannehill on a 23-point week. I mean, it's, Tannehill and Carr are the two best streamers you can probably have. Yeah, and he's got both of them rostered he's got so, the cowboys rostered if you're just looking at intangible or non you know position players yeah, skill yeah, yeah. position players those yeah. are yeah that's so a good place to be. at running back he's got austin eckler chase edmonds and josh jacobs the fact that i think he fleeced for josh jacobs i don't remember the exact trade but jacobs oh oh my gosh Dave, this is another re oh i'm so glad we didn't talk about it. should i even say it mm-hmm. jacobs for hubbard straight up yeah. Jacobs I mean, for Hubbard straight up. Yeah. So gosh, that annoying, was huge. Man. He that's also annoying. I don't know if he fleeced me, Tyler Lockett, for Adam Thielen. Because 
Adam Thielen's just the red zone target no, for that that's, team. That's a fine trade, but now that Russ is coming back sooner than and expected. And Lockett just posted a 20-point yeah. game without Russ. Yeah. And Russ is the guy who's going to throw the 50-yard passes to Lockett and just drop it in the breadbasket. So, and then his playoff schedule is Rams, who don't have a great, uh, according to my sleeper app, don't have a great pass defense. Chicago, also not a great passing defense in Detroit. So I mean, Jalen, like- Jalen Ramsey's going to be on DK. Yeah. So, yeah, and Jalen Ramsey locks DK up. You got to, like, lock it. You got to, like, I mean, I was looking at his team the other day, and I don't know, come playoffs, that's going to be a hard, the hardest challenge he's going to have. Cohen will make the playoffs. He has an amazing, if not the best team in the league. And his problem is going to be knowing who to start. Is it going to be Jacobs? Is it going to be Lockett? Is it going to be Gusecki? That's kind of, or Edmonds. Those are going to be his questions. Like, he has Eckler Cup. Hopkins, AJ Brown locked in yeah. every week. And I will say I will say about locking in Hopkins every week. You can't not lock him in. Right. He burned me. He he can be someone that year. no, that's a good point, because he can be someone that ends up costing him the playoffs because you have to start Hopkins, but he has such on and off games. And he's he seems to be touchdown dependent this year. I don't I don't want to call him that, but he seems that way. Yeah. Um he's not in wide receiver one or two whenever he doesn't get a touchdown. So I don't know, but he might yeah. – I'll just say Cohen's made some amazing trades to put him in the position he's in. At Cohen, wide receiver. you have made amazing <laughs> trades. At wide receiver, he's got A.J. Brown, D-Hop, and Cooper Cup. Like that is the strongest, 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 strongest wide receiver room. And we're talking about Dylan who has Devontae and Justin Jefferson. Like And Keenan Allen. Yeah, this Dylan is does. stronger. Yep. So, okay, moving on. We've talked about Duncan and Cullen and Mitch, and Sean, and Dylan, and Will, and Dan, and Eric, and Austin, and Dave. The only two people left to talk about are... Me and you? You and I. first, bro? Would you like to talk about me? I would love to. Let's see that team. 96 projected this week. That's not very good. That's, well, that's because Kittle, he's practicing this week, but he's still projected zero. So Okay, let's see. So you made trades... I mean, I think what happened to Nick, and I'm going to act like he's not in the room. I think he got bored being 5-0. and I did. I can confirm. I and got he bored. has lost three straight. I think. Is that right? Three straight? Or one of four? Okay, three or four. Yeah. Three straight. He got bored, and he ended up trading great pieces for players that should have, like, beginning of the season would be great. It's like he got too, he got too focused on selling high buying low and all let me that. just let me just no, say no, something no. Whoa, hold whoa, on whoa, real whoa. quick real quick i do just want to say that after five weeks that's about the time where you you have to decide okay they're just not panning out this year like calvin ridley or kittle right that's the time where you have to be like they'll pan out eventually or you have to be like no they're just having an off year and i decided <laughs> To be aggressive at 5-0 and and be like, you know what? Saquon will come back, and Kittle will come back, and Ridley will turn it around, and all will be well. And I trusted in that, and we'll see how it goes. So, to, so without talking about his trades, assuming Kyler is going to be fine, let's just assume that, because we all hope he will be. He's got a top three quarterback at the position. Um, he's got Cook and Saquon. Cook's been amazing. I guess he kind of was off last game, but whatever. Cook will be fine. He hasn't 
He's the RB30 right now, and you assume he's going to finish as RB1. So it's almost scary to think about uh, Cook in the second half of the season. I think he's going to be great. Saquon, I personally believe in Saquon. He's obviously hurt the ankle. He's coming out to be injury prone. It doesn't matter. Um, Kittle, injury prone the past two years. He He's not going to be the Kittle we expected. I don't think he's the tight end two behind Kelsey. I think he's a top five tight end. He's a good play in the flex. But the problem for Nick is not those players. It's his wide receiver room. He's trusting. He's leaning on Cooks and Thielen this year um, with no Ridley. I just... I don't like his receivers. In the playoffs, starting those two guys, those guys that could easily have very bad weeks, I don't like it. And for that reason, I don't love Nick's team come playoff time. Assuming he makes the playoffs, he's dropped all the way to the five seed? Mm-hmm. Jeez. So, I mean, he's not even a lot for the playoffs. But did he did he sell too early? Um, these guys that could end up painting out like Barkley and Kittle, I mean, what if they don't play this week? And what if he's five and four on the outside of the playoff picture? We'll mm-hmm. see. Yeah, and I I totally understand that. I will say, in that trade that I did, um, you can pull it up. Just look up Kareem Hunt or Saquon and see the trades recently. But I traded Brady and Brandon Cooks, Mike Evans, Darren Waller, and Kareem Hunt. Waller's been hurt the past two weeks, and he's still day-to-day, day-to-day, quote-unquote. But Kareem Hunt also got hurt. Um and I traded Brandon Cooks, but got him back. And I gave up, or I for all those, I got Kittle, Barkley, Ridley, and Murray. So I really feel like I potentially maybe upgraded quarterback. Kyler hates playing for my team. Ridley's taken some games off, and I hope the best for him. If he doesn't play the rest of the year, but he's got his mentals right, all the more power to him. But I, be, I also believe in Saquon, that he will come back. Um, and kind of get over that injury-prone thing. And I think Kittle will come back, and the offense will shift away from Debo maybe a little bit, hopefully. I don't I don't know. But all in all, some of the players I traded got injured, Waller and Hunt. I got Cooks back. And to speak on my wide receivers, I agree. Without Ridley, who's just like, he gets such a big target share, Adam Thielen is like, he's... He's good, but it's so touchdown dependent. And you're just like, this This isn't sustainable. He can't have 10 touchdowns a year. He can't have 12. But somehow, he's done it through all of last season and this season. So, we'll see how that pans out. I also, I, I don't love my team. Like last year, I think every team I have from here on out, compared to last year, will just not be good. Because I had Kyler, Dalvin, and Derrick Henry. And then a wide receiver, I had D-Hop and Corey Davis. But in flex, I had Kareem Hunt and Kelsey. I mean, it was just like no team I have will measure up to that. So it is what it is. I feel okay about it. But if my team can get healthy and Ridley can come back, I feel really, really good. Yeah, I will say you're 6-3. and three. You, have, you played Dave this week. So playoff start. Week 15, 6 and 3. You still got ways to go, but yeah. I think that'll give your players enough time to be healthy and you should be a playoff team. Yeah. And that's all I can hope for. And then hopefully by the playoffs, I'm just I'm stacked top to bottom. So right. let's go to me. All right. Last team on our list, it's Zach. And I think we would be we would be remiss to remiss to not say he's the best team in the league. Right? 
I mean, he's got Josh Allen at quarterback. He's the QB1. He, I mean, he's QB3, but, like, he's QB1. He's got Swift and Kamara with some great depth. He, I mean, Elijah Mitchell, who knows what's going to happen there because Frank, uh, what's his name? Jeff Wilson? Jeff Wilson. Why did I say Frank? Frank Wilson? I don't know. Jeff Wilson will come back. Who knows how that will affect things. Miles Sanders, who's on IR but will come back. Um, and Cordero Patterson. Cordero Patterson has single-handedly like vaulted Zach's team up a tier. It's and the crazy thing is he didn't need it. Like he doesn't need that depth, but he has it. He's got DJ Moore and Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel is panned TF out. DJ Moore, who hey, knows? Wish I could trade him. If you want him, he's yours. Yeah, we'll work something out today. By the time this pod comes out, he'll be on my team. Um, and then he's got Kadarius Tony, who is hurt, but he's going to convince you is like great. Um, Javante Williams. Playoff it's, schedule. It's it's a pendulum that swings back and forth between playoff him and Melvin Gordon. But yeah, playoff schedule. Um, but who knows who's going to get more Can snaps. I just say on Cordero, Corderell, whatever, the reason I have him on my team just to not play like the genius, the genius in the room, like it's obviously a lot of this team has just been through built through waivers and just random pickups on a Sunday whenever I could drop a random player. Cordell, the only reason I have him is because he was a running back wide receiver. He was both. It was like I got flashbacks of what I had with Tunyon last year where I could play him as a wide receiver and he could get full PPR. With Cordell, I was like, you know what? Cordero. Cordero. I'll pick him up. He's both positions. Why not? And it worked out. It, yeah. Had nothing to do with you being smart. It was yeah. just like... He had a decent week one, and I was like, all right, I'll take him. Yeah. Huge. Huge, huge, huge. Um, all right. That wraps up I've our, won five in a row, though. He I has. Say that. He did. Imagine Zach starting 0-3 with that team. It, pretty incredible. Um, Can I just ask on. you a question before we move on? To yeah, yeah, yeah. Taylor or anything like that. Two teams you think are most likely to drop out of the playoff picture. Right now we have Dunk, me, Cullen, Jappel, you, Zelladaddy. So two of those that you think could potentially miss. I'm not saying they are, but potentially miss. And two teams that are in the playoff picture that could tech, that potentially jump up. Okay. Two things... That- Two teams that I think could jump up. I think Austin could jump up. And I think Dan could jump up. Those are the two teams that I think could jump up into the playoff picture. I agree. Two teams that could drop. Could Duncan Dunk, jump? I mean, Duncan sitting So we have five. Yeah. We have five, six games left. Yeah. So he could potentially lose if he lost four of those six. I mean, without Derek putting up 40-point games, it's like... Can he sustain it? I don't – yeah, I'll go out on a limb and say our number one in the league rank right now at 6-2. and two. Could drop out of the playoff picture. And then I think the other one would be between me or Mitch, and I don't know who to say. But I, I really don't see me dropping out of the playoff picture. Maybe it's because I don't want to believe it. Um. But yeah, me, Mitch, or Sean, I don't know. I'm going to go with Mitch. I'll probably go with... I'm sorry, Nick. It's okay. But it's probably going to be... If anyone, it's going to be you and Sean. 
I think the Duncan pick, if Duncan wasn't six and two with the with the nine hundred PF, I might agree with you, but, but he has his a PF, lot of cushion. His you can catch up to PF so fast. That's true. Like I just yeah. posted a seventy seven point week that killed my PF. Let's see. So going into the next week, Duncan plays Dylan and you play yeah, I think with you playing Dave, I keep forgetting that. I'll go with Sean for sure. Could drop out. I know he has three great running backs. I could just see that. And Duncan or Mitch. I think with you playing Dave this week, that really helps you out. I'll say it. Okay. Let's get into our power rankings before we have a sit down with someone who would like to speak their mind. Okay. 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 Let's pull up the power rankings. So can I, I mean, can I adjust this or do I have to read what? No, I no, read? no. Let's, okay. let's adjust, please. Okay. I would put, I'll go first or... Let me go first. Yeah, and I we'll just say right now that let's switch off everyone, and we'll just stick with it and call it the power rankings. Okay. Okay. You can give first and second. Okay. Okay. Give first okay. and second. I would just say first and second are me and Cullen. Yeah. And I don't think I have to argue with it. Yeah. Um, I would say second. Sean, just because of the running back room that he has. Or third, you and Colin are first and second. Who knows what order? I'll say Sean is sitting at three because of his RB room. I like Mitch at four. I like Mitch's team. I know you don't love it. You don't love the fact that he's missing RB two, but I guess that's a philosophy that we don't share because I don't love Sean's team, even though he has three RBs. So I would say Mitch four. He has three RB ones. Yep. Okay. At five, I will put... Me personally, if my like it, it's it's really so dependent on who can be in my starting lineup, because I know you're saying Brandon Cooks and Adam Thielen, whatever. But Brandon Cooks is the only target on that team. Um, I've got great running backs if they can come back. I mean, if I can put Clyde in flex, who cares if he has a nine point game? That's a solid flex. You know, it's it's nothing that'll win you a championship, but I say that looking at the fact that Dave won last year with 92 points. Mm. So he's not even my flex one. My flex one would be Kittle. Between Kittle and Clyde, I'm just hoping one of them has like a 15-point game, Mm. you know? So I put me at five. Okay, okay. At six, I'm between going with Austin and Dan or Dan, but I got to go with Dan. Dan at six. I like his team. Um, I think three and five isn't a fair record for him at the moment right now. He's got not. He's in the nine hundred PFs and he has two potentially top ten. He's in the nine hundred PFs because he's had Cooper Cup. Damn, that's a really good point. Gosh, let's keep, why did you let's make keep that? him. Let's keep him at six. Okay, we'll keep you at six. But Dan, why did you make that trade, bro? Yeah, like why? Yeah. So I hope you regret that. Forever. I think he does. Okay. Yeah. And at seven, I'll put Austin because his bets have paid off. Mm. He bet futures. and He drafted Michael Carter. You know the kind of patience that it takes <laughs> not to drop him or trade him? He I drafted know. Michael Carter yeah. for $6. Austin is nothing if not disciplined. Mm. <laughs> That's not true. Okay, uh, okay. Eight. I'll put eight as Dylan. Even though he doesn't have a running back room, he still has Devontae Adams and Kelsey. 
And whenever you have those two team or those two players, you have a shot at the playoffs, if not even a shot at the championship. He just needs some things to fall his way. Yeah. Um I'm gonna put Duncan. At, yeah, he Duncan he, at nine. The he fact, doesn't deserve to be at nine. Yeah. Here's the thing is we just did these power rankings looking at teams that have the potential moving forward. And we forgot like, yeah, Duncan's sitting at one, which is insane for us to put him at nine. But we have to put him at nine. You don't you, deserve this, Duncan. You don't deserve it, and we're sorry. But I don't love Terry. I don't – like, Chris Godwin's the best receiver on the Bucks, but Gronk and A.J. Brown will come back eventually. Like, he doesn't have a consistent starter quarterback. I mean, he may be the one seed. He doesn't deserve nine, but I also see why we did it. Yeah, I agree. Okay, you're going ten. Um, ten – gosh, I don't even know who's left. Is it so? It's Eric. We've got Eric, Will, and Dave. I'll go with Eric at ten. Yeah, he's made decent trades. He's got David Montgomery coming back off of IR. Having David Montgomery come back, we didn't talk about that much, but I think Eric's gonna. I don't see Eric making the playoffs, but I think he's gonna play upset to a lot of people that think they get a free win playing Eric this year. Yeah, and that's just recency bias to last year, not taking into account. Well, I guess it's the opposite of recency bias. Yeah, you know, sticking you're just, with you. Yeah, you're looking back to last. And year. the last place as eleven. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Person, whoa, whoa, whoa. We have, we have, we have eleven. Yeah, we only have eleven teams in this league. Yeah, that is true this yep. year. Yep. Um, this last year. place would be Will. Yep. So, dude, I mean, you came in, and we were like hoping for. I mean, you sent your resume, which to dish a little. Just dish a little drama here. Like Dave said, you sent unprompted. Apparently he asked for it. But, um, yeah. You, I mean, you came in and we were, like, hoping you could just be this, like, fantasy player. It's just like, hell yeah, another active, great at trades, blah, 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 this and that. And you got fleeced a lot. So that's why you're sitting at 11. You yeah. you took Taylor's already bad team and made it horrendous. There was a reason Taylor quit, so you didn't have a great place to start. But I don't like the trades you made. But if, hey, if you're him, you're feeling good because you got a big win. You put up a lot of points this past week, and you're sitting right outside the playoff picture. So he, even though we're ranking him 11, he still has a shot at the playoffs because of the position yeah. he's yeah. in. Ride that high from this last win and just, you know, have the, the memory of a goldfish, you know. Mm. Don't even look at your record. And that's everybody do who to, deserves to be in the power rankings. Sorry about that, say, Dave. Do you want to say what our power rankings are? Sorry, I'm just looking at... Like top to bottom? Yeah, let's just yeah, say it. Top to bottom. So we've got at one and two, Zach and Colin. Somewhere in there, who knows who's one, who's two. I would put Zach at one and Colin at two. We've got Sean at three, Mitch at four, Nick at five, Dan sitting at six. So that's our, our top half. Zach, Cullen, Sean, Mitch, Nick, Dan. And then our bottom half, Austin, who has the potential to make the playoffs. And I think he will. Dylan at 8, Duncan at 9, Eric at 10, and Will at 11. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing about power rankings. You have to have some power to be ranked. So, And I I can see the thing is, honestly, any of those teams can make the playoffs because Dan and Austin – are higher ranked but don't have good records. <coughs> uh, Duncan, Dylan, or Duncan and Will are lower ranked, but they have the record to make noise. So Eric's probably the 
And Will the has the record to make noise? He's 4-4. Four and four. He's right outside the playoff picture. Yeah, but he's not going to make noise. I'm just saying that everyone can feel good about the position they're in. Yeah. Eric's in a tough position at 3-5. and five, Everyone. But asterisk. All 11 teams in our league, all 11 teams that didn't trade, none of whom who traded Hubbard or Jacob for Hubbard trade up mm-hmm. can make noise. If you... If there's in a in some distant galaxy world like yeah, different in the, universe in the, where in the multiverse. Yes, where someone were to trade Jacobs for Hubbard straight up at one AM on a Saturday night, like obviously that person wouldn't be included. Yeah. If in this if in some case. multiverse this person were the commissioner and he texted the vice commissioner and said, Help me, I messed up. Like yeah, you're you're yeah. you're out of the power. Rankings. Of the power rankings. So, so that that concludes our power rankings. We're going to get a sit down with someone who I think we were not too late. Yeah, I think who we've wanted to hear from recently. So keep tuned in. <coughs> and now for something. Com- no 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 no. Hold on hold on. <coughs> and now for something completely different. <laughs> All right, we now welcome onto the pod Taylor Stump. Former legend of Zeladon league member, the former champion, former champion. Yeah, Taylor, how uh, how are you feeling? What do you? I mean, start off however you want, bro. This is your platform. Well, bro, I'll just say I miss the league. Can't deny it. It saddens me, but you know, Kamish, Kamish didn't want me back in, bro. Mm-hmm. That's all me. I mean, we can talk about it, whatever. But I messed up. But I missed the league, and yeah, I got I got some more thoughts. But yeah, okay. Know, so talk talk sad. talk a little bit about it's it's good to hear you own it. Talk a little about how you said I messed up. Walk us through that. Uh, okay, brother. I've been owning it, by the way, but owning it didn't work. Y'all were still mean. Austin was still mean. So I was like, you know what? Might as well blame it on Dave fully. <laughs> it is it is part his fault. But what's the point of Oda anymore if you're just going to get shit, shit on anyway? But so here's what happened in my eyes, okay? Y'all want it? Y'all want the real scoop? Yeah, yeah. give it to us, bro. Okay. So I took a break because... I was you left the what league. Do you, what, yeah, what do you mean by took a break? You, you left the league. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, I took an extended absence. <laughs> okay, for real, for real. I quit the league because I wasn't in a good spot mentally. I needed to let go. I was obsessive over it, and it took up all my time. Like, I would be at work just on it, like, it was not good for my mental, you know what I'm saying? And that, that's a big deal bro, right now. I, so y'all, I can't support, sh- bro, y'all can't shame me for that. Bro, you remember whenever me, you, and Nick texted, I supported you, bro. Remember that? You don't got to defend yourself about the mental. Go ahead. Okay, 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 okay. Um, and so, so I decided to quit. And like I told Dave, and then so those, I, I quit for like two days, okay? Those two days were really good for it was basically like rehab like where you 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 learn how to not be obsessed over it. like it literally reset my brain i was like okay 
like I went back in the league, but like I'm gonna do it differently this time. Like I have healthy boundaries now. Blah blah blah. So I told Dave that he said like Nah, man, you're out. So I waited another day, and he and then I t- told him again that I went back in. He said okay, but like I don't know. You're probably gonna have to buy in or like do a punishment or whatever. And I was like. I don't know. And I tried to like trade talk him, you know, like say, no, I won't do that. But then expecting it to keep, you know, get, get more leverage. So I don't have to do as much punishment, but then like, I don't know, a day goes by. I text him again. I said, okay, I'm willing to pay the $50 and do the punishment. Like y'all had all been talking on the side. So I was like, okay, whatever. And he was like, I don't know. Like, I really don't really don't like this is a bad position for me like i don't i don't think so like give me two days to think on it but whatever and i was like okay whatever and then the two days passed and then i texted him again because i heard that the leak was going like it was chaos so i was like bro let me back in i was like i said i'll do the punishment like just do it y'all said if i do the punishment i can do it he said no like wait three days and if you still feel the same way, then we can talk more about it. And I said, no, F that. Like, I'm out on that. And then that day, I think, or the next morning, like, he adds Will. And, like, he took my I'm out on that very literally. You know, I was just saying, like, like no, expecting him to, like, keep talking. And then the next day, like, be like, okay, like, you have until, because he said I have until Monday or whatever. So that's what happened, and it's sad, but I'm ready to come back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm excited, excited to join again. This is my coming out, coming in party. Um, thank you all for welcoming me on the podcast and the league. Um, yeah. Okay. What's up? Yeah, so thank you for sharing your side. Uh, honestly, I think – for the most part, there are a couple of flaws I saw in the story, but for the most part, you were very truthful about yeah, it. Yeah. And that, I mean, it makes sense. I see Dave's point on the other side to just play Dave. Maybe y'all need to have a phone call about this, but he was worried. Yes, we know he probably wanted Will in the league because he's best friends with Will. Who wouldn't want your, one of your best friends in the league? But also, he was worried because your starting lineup wasn't starting the appropriate players. And so he wanted to get someone to fill in the league as quickly as possible. And according to the Constitution, he needed to do that, and he had the power to do that. So he was probably worried about that, and he took your no as a— Rebuttal? He took your no as a no. So, yeah, sure. Yeah. And, okay. So, okay, for, well, he said, like, I kept saying, like, no, I need to get in the league now. Like, we argued about this for, like, two, like, two hours. I was like, no, I'm not waiting three days because then, like, all the games have been played. Like, I'll get back in the league and my team would have suffered for it. He's like, no, like, I'll manage your roster. Like, so he was like, that's fine. Like, that's the least of my worries. Like, I'll put somebody in there for you. I was like, whatever, that's stupid. But so that part of your argument, like, I agree with everything else you said, but I'm just saying, like, that part of the argument is where I disagree. Yeah. See, for cool. me, I remember talking to you about this. And saying, hey, Taylor, we're recording a pod. Thank you. Um, I remember talking to you about it and being like, hey, you don't need to worry about this weekend. Like, you can wait and think about it. 
and he will set your roster. Just tell him what you want set, and if it's a dub, it's a dub. If it's an L, it's an L. And you were like, no, that's dumb. I need to be in. And I think what Dave was trying to say. No, and then we texted him, and he had already added Will. Yes, that was rushed. But what I want to say is when he told you take three more days, it wasn't for Dave to think about it. It was for you to think about yep, it. Yep. For you to no, think. No, that was that was a previous talk. Yeah. So it was I like just, the previous days. Yeah. So I'm just saying that. Yeah. Like I had already said I'll do the punishment. He said no. Like I got to think about it. And then he said and then, you got to think and, about and it. And then he said that like two days later. So yeah. I was already like ready to do the punishment. Everything. Whatever. Yeah. I think what he wanted was he realized that you quit the league. I wouldn't say on a whim. It was necessary. Rehab. Yeah, it was, it it was, was rehab. necessary. It, it was, was necessary. necessary rehab. We're happy you did it for real. Yeah. But I remember talking to you when you were talking about quitting, and I was like, hey, bro, this is this is, this is is going to have long-term consequences. Like, are you sure? And you were like, yes, 100%. And then like two, three days later, you were like, I want back in. So that's the thing where I think Dave wanted to just make sure like, hey, you, you quit the league and then wanted back in a few days later. I just want to make sure – you don't rejoin the league and then quit a few days later. So I think that's where the hiccup is with people seeing one way or the other. Yeah, in, in hindsight, again, it was a tough position. In hindsight, Dave probably should have waited to the weekend to add Will, but he thought he, he did wait he, he did wait until the weekend. I mean I mean the next week. Yeah. But he thought your no was a no and coming from you, it sounds like your no was more of a thinking about it, no, and th- there was miscommunication and texting was miscommunication and a call probably would have sorted it all out. Better. Yeah, and that's that's the thing that I think some people don't realize is your last text to Dave before he added Will, you said, nah, I'm out, and then said, y'all have fun. <laughs> so that I can be pissed, bro. I, was I know to get under his skin. I get it I get it it's a trade negotiation he it's, didn't respond. it's like Dylan saying ha 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 <laughs> that player's droppable is that trade a joke it's like Dylan doing that bro, you're like nah I'm out y'all have fun it's like if he didn't want Will over me regardless like he would have responded to that text and be like hey okay are you sure I'm adding Will like did you really mean you're out or were you just trying to whatever but the problem like, is, is you you were already out because you had already left the league. So it's like you technically weren't in the league at that. Point. But I will say to your point, Taylor. Yeah, but if he did want it, Will. He did want Will in the league regardless. I I yes. believe that to be true. So there's that. Um, so here's the question moving forward to get past the story because yeah. I feel like we've we're beating a dead horse by the end of the story. Taylor, you know we love you, bro. You're one of my best friends in the whole entire world, and you always will be. I'm happy for your mental health. Blah 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 blah. Um, a. a a but uh the question is as a league moving forward <clears throat> will taylor have a shot getting back in are we going to be a 13 team league where one person gets kicked out every year like what is this going to look like is it going to be a taylor and will vote at the end of the year like who knows i'm not trying to i'm not acting like i know but yeah what are your thoughts going to be, yeah what are your what thoughts cuz i have some who me yeah i mean I, if y'all let me back in, didn't Dylan say like he's out anyway? So I can just replace Dylan. Okay, that's your thought. Here's Are you sure you want to stand by this? Because anyway. you're, you're making enemies with someone by calling out Dylan. Right Not now. just someone, a whole Lee Crest crew. Oh shit, Lee Crest? Why? I mean, they just kind of have 
Oh, shoot. Sorry, watching the Astros Braves. But, you, I mean, like, Dylan and Dave and Will. Uh, stick, no, I'm not against them. Stick kind of tight. Yeah, I know. But if you're against Dylan, you're against them. It's like if you're against T, you're against me and Zach. But um, what I'll say, my thoughts on it, I think the commissioner should have much less power. The commissioner should be there to organize draft, handle buy-ins, Make sure the rules of the league are solid, right? Uh-huh. And to Dave's point, oh, he broke oh my his ankle. goodness, oh, yeah, man. he he He's broke his ankle. There. He's yeah. out there. Um, sorry, we're talking about the Astros Braves again. He he murked that wow, dude's ankle. What a camera angle! This is awesome. So, <gasps> to the commi- he never touched the bag. To the commissioner's point, neither one of them did though. Okay, to the sorry. commissioner's point, Dave did what his job was, which was to uphold the rules of the league. I think the rules of the league are where the flaw is because the commissioner has too much power. And it's not Dave has too much power or whatever. It's just the commissioner in general. I don't think the commissioner should have that big of a say. If it comes down to the end of the season where the league mates want to have a vote on like, hey, we'd like to vote this person in and kick this person out, that's a little harsh. But I think the rules are – not the rules, but – the situation calls for a former league member to be able to be voted back in at the expense of someone who played half a season. Not yeah. just Will. It could it's, be anyone. It could be, it could be Dave at 0-8 for all we care, you know? Yeah, he's uh, absent. Yeah, but at the same time, Dave, I think, I think, Dave is yeah. one of the former league members. Your path in the yeah, league yeah, is yeah. going to be a vote between you and Will. If And I don't know what the Constitution says. It's going to be hectic once we get there. We'll see what happens, but... That's your path back in is a vote between you and Will. And maybe we move to a 13-team league. Maybe you're banished. Maybe we just vote straight up and we see what happens. But I love you no matter what. And I know I'll be in fantasy leagues with you, even if it's not in Zeladon. Yeah, what I didn't realize is we're still in a fantasy league with Taylor. The casuals. Yeah. And I'm in the six yeah, with pe- him. Yeah, people don't even um, – like, people be starting bye week players, bro. It's crazy. It's so sad. Yeah, bro. I'm sorry, man. Ain't it's nothing so like Zelodon. But, hey, I'm glad it's freeing up your mind on Sundays. You get to be a better husband. You get to be a better friend. Better uh, Cowboys fan. Better Cowboys fan. So I am happy for you that. And maybe this few weeks will be good for you in the long run. Yeah. Maybe maybe what yeah. you thought was a short Sounds stint. Sounds like a breakup. Yeah. What you thought was a short stint in rehab is actually a sabbatical. Yeah. So we'll see what we can do. Maybe we can get you in as a co-manager at some point this year on Dave's team or the last place person. Yeah, know. God knows Dave needs you. All I know is Colin's on my side, and that's all that matters. So yeah, hey, you've got you've got a strong back in here. As a podcast, I'm not going to make my side too, too one way or the other. But I do love you, Taylor, and I can tell you what I want to say offline. Love you too, bro. Yeah, right, let's take I this offline. Too. Let's stop yeah. this. Hey, thanks for joining. Um, we'll close out here Stay and just on. say thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Zoo with Nick and Zach. A deep dive into the legend of Zeladon. We hope you enjoyed this halfway through the season update and a state of the union on each team, a power rankings, and a sit down with former league member and someone who felt like he needed his voice to be heard. All right. League winner, too. Former league, former league winner. winner. All, right, All right. We'll see y'all hopefully in the next couple weeks. Love you guys. Say you some coffee in the morning It's the only thing that tastes real t-
Take it from here 